Are you looking to put your products in front of millions of customers? Then Walmart Marketplace is for you. With more than 120 million unique monthly visitors, according to Comscore, Walmart Marketplace is one of the fastest growing e-commerce platforms. And right now, new sellers can save up to 50% off referral and fulfillment fees. Join today and get instant access to millions of customers from one of the world's largest retailers. Go to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. This is E-Commerce Conversations by Practical E-Commerce. I'm Kerry Murdoch. The holiday selling season is important for many online merchants. This includes David Sasson, the founder and CEO of OverstockArt.com, a retailer of reproduced oil paintings that saw a 25% increase in 2010 holiday sales. He joins us to discuss what worked and what didn't work for Overstock Art this past holiday season. Well, David, thank you for your time today. Thank you very much for having me, Carrie. I really appreciate uh, you interviewing me. David, we are here to discuss the holiday season, holiday selling season for your company, OverstockArt.com. It's an innovative e-commerce merchant, uh, and you and I are going to talk about what 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 your business experienced during the holiday season but before we do that could you give us a little background on overstockedart.com what do you do and and when were you founded where are you located that sort of thing okay i'll be happy to uh we were founded at the end of 2001 and we are located in Wichita Kansas in the United States we have uh, two other locations around the world. Uh, we have uh, an office in China, and we have a small office in Israel. I tell people we are, we are a small multinational business. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have had uh, we deal in handmade oil paintings and frames. Uh, we keep all the product in stock in our facility here in Wichita, Kansas. Um, and we receive orders via our website and our phone, obviously. And uh, we take the orders. We try to ship most of everything uh, within a 24 to 48 hours period. Um, and uh, the holiday season for us, uh, obviously, is the November-December season. And the selling season went extremely well. Tell us, David. Tell us, uh, just to give our listeners an idea of the size of your business, could you tell us perhaps maybe the number of, of SKUs that you stock? Sure, absolutely. We have about uh, uh, 1,500 paintings, uh, 1,500 painting images in stock, somewhere around 15,000 paintings, and there is somewhere in the neighborhood of 50,000 to 75,000 options that a customer can choose for, from as far as mixing and matching frames and such. Okay. What uh, what sort of cart do you use on Overstock Cart? We use a Yahoo cart. 
Yep. And we we customize it. We use the Yahoo Merchant solution, but we customize it to where it, it's not immediately visible unless you're obviously a merchant or, or someone that's knowledgeable in e-commerce. Okay. So thank you for that background. Uh, in terms of your holiday selling season, you alluded to that uh, November and December. I know you've mentioned to us that that was a successful season for you, and we thought we would just ask you about that, what you experienced. Could you tell us some rough metrics in terms of what you saw with your business in terms of growth this holiday season versus last? Sure, sure. Uh, I'll back up just a little bit. Last season, the 09 season was remarkable for us. We had terrific growth. Um, but throughout 010, we grew from 09, and so we were still expecting a lot of growth. Uh, overall, the holiday season, we've seen a growth of about 25%. Um, we've seen uh, in, the, in the early part of the holiday season, uh, we've, we've had amazing growth of somewhere close to 100% in the November period. Um, so we were actually even expecting something stronger than what we got, but we were pleased to see to see after a breakout year to still be able to grow by 25% was, was uh, what we felt was pretty remarkable. That's wonderful. Can you tell us some of the factors that you believe contributed to the growth? You know, it's, it's, I think it's a number of things. The, the, uh, one of the things is inventory management. We manage our inventory to where our best sellers were, we were in stock during the, during the entire holiday season as opposed to last year where we ran out of a lot of our best sellers early on. Uh, that's the first one. The next thing is improvements throughout the year to our website. If it's improvement in navigation, improve, improvement in the way a, a painting is viewed, better zoom features, uh, the view art in a room feature we added. Uh, all these features uh, improve the customer experience before purchasing. Uh, next is the customer service that we've been given our customers uh, caused a lot of repeat purchases. And uh, that has been a motto of ours from the beginning, basically, but it keeps paying off every year. David, uh, the improvements that you referred to, the improvements to your website, are, is, that a, uh, is that another way of saying that your conversion rate increased this year versus last year? Yes, it did. It, it increased this year throughout the year. Um, I, I would say, without looking at the numbers right now, virtually every month we were ahead. Uh, during Specifically during the holiday season, our conversion rate itself was up, I believe, 12%. What is your, is that something you disclose, your overall conversion rate, your, the, the, the percentage of visitors to your site that end up buying something? Uh, no, we don't normally disclose that. Um, it, it, quite frankly, it's not very high. It's, it's a little bit, it's, it's almost embarrassing, but the product that we, that we deal in is so visual, um, and it's not a Additional web type product, and so we feel that our conversion ratio is always going to be below average. Uh, we don't like to give the exact numbers. I'd say that over the years we've improved virtually every year, um, but we're still we still got a long hill to climb, which we're 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 battling every day. Fair enough. You alluded to best sellers to give our listeners. Uh, give our listeners ideas, uh, an idea of the type of product that we're referring to. Tell us two or three best sellers, best selling products that you had this 
this holiday season? Sure. Our best-selling painting almost every month is Van Gogh's Starry Night. Hmm. Um, it's uh, it, it virtually every month, and it actually usually picks up steam during the holiday season. It seems to be a very strong December product outside of just the rest of the year. The number two is Van Gogh Café Terrace. Um, which is also a solid painting. And actually this year, for probably the first time, was ahead in sales at the end of November for the year compared to Starry Night. Mm. And then the third one is Klimt, The Kiss. Mm. And and it's the it, it, it's a strong seller day in, day out. Uh, those are probably the top three. What does a consumer pay roughly for say, Van Gogh's Starry Nights, if they buy that off your site, what's that going to cost a consumer? A consumer, it depends in, depending on the mix and depending on the size, but a consumer can buy the painting for somewhere around $100. All right. And that's an original oil painting? That's a handmade oil painting. We don't use the word original because we don't want them to confuse with the original, but Van Gogh made This is made by one of our artists, obviously. Got it. Got it. What about, David, uh, what about Items such as other marketing efforts, pay-per-click. I know you publish a catalog. At least I think you publish a catalog. SEO efforts. Any of those marketing initiatives that you saw for the holidays? Okay. Uh, One thing that we did really well uh, is we dropped a postcard, uh, a direct mail piece that works really well for us. We got a terrific return. We don't do that very often, but we chose to do it in November, and the return was excellent. It's one of the things we're going to improve for next year, actually. The uh, search engine optimization has gone very well. We've seen improvements um, in conversions, actually, improvements in traffic, uh, mainly from Google. That's where we put the majority of the effort. Um, but uh, we definitely see improvements, and, and we use exclusive concepts for that. That's who manages our uh, uh, search engine optimization. Our cost per click marketing um, did not perform well. It's the only aspect of our marketing that did not perform well. Mm. Um, we've seen an increase in traffic and a big drop in conversion. Where was that at, those cost per click ads? Uh, majority from Google Google AdWords. Yeah. Did that perform in 2009 for you? Yes, it did. Hmm. We believe, Kerry, that we've had click fraud, actually. Wow. And hmm. we are actually in the process of investigating that. And uh, I'm not sure how much your listeners uh, are, are wanting to, to uh, listen to, to information about the click fraud. We actually got a threat from a competitor. And the competitor said, if, if you don't stop using our name in your apps or, or as, as one of your keywords, we will hire a click farm company in India that will click on all of your ads. And we believe we've had click fraud in December. Uh, Google's investigating it, and um, there's no results yet, so I don't know. But um, the low performance and the threat that we got, we are – Fairly confident. If you think what click fraud can do when it's being done perfectly on the Google website, actually words that were uh, typically produced for you now not only are you are you paying for bogus traffic, but you're not appearing later on the day because they because they squeeze out your entire budget for a day. Mm. So it's it's a it's a very it's very very serious. Yeah, it's very serious. Yeah, and so we believe that that's part of the reason that cost per click did not perform. 
Though I will have to also say that cost per click has not been a great performer for us. The increase in, in, the, in the cost of clicks um, and the competitive nature of it, it's been... Uh, it's been worth doing, but it hasn't been like a very successful marketing tactic for us prior to it too. December was very disappointing because of the click fraud, but besides that, we're not completely happy with the result, results even prior to it, let's put it that way. Do you still publish a catalog, a printed catalog? Yes, we do. We, we absolutely do. And uh, we send the catalog to people that visit our website and request the catalog. We send the catalog with our product, but we don't just drop a catalog to, to a mass population. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, we, we didn't feel like the return on investment is going to be there for us to do so. Uh, but it has been a successful tool to reach out to customers and to reach out to people who want to be customers. We like the catalog a lot. You mentioned your postcard campaign. Who did you send the postcards to? Was was that to existing customers, or did you have a targeted list? The list is everybody that purchased from us in the past uh, few years. So it's it's a list of our own customers. It's a very good list. It's a very clean list, and the response was very good. Mm, good. David, let me change gears on you just for a sec. Uh, sure. Social media. What do you yes. what's your what's Overstock Art doing in the social media realm and how is it performing for you? We do a lot in social media. We have a Facebook page. We have our own Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com/overstockart. We also built artist fan pages. So uh, we built a, a page for Van Gogh and a page for Monet and a page for Klimt and and and, and the different artists that we carry and. Uh, and we kind of manage all these different uh, Facebook properties, and and we see all the communications between between the, the different fans of those of those of our page or the other artists' fan pages. Mm. Um, and it, it you know there is a lot of activity. It's a good place for communication. It's a good place for people to get to know us. We also have a, our own blog that that we post very interesting articles on. Uh, some that we write, some that other people write, and uh, and definitely have quite a bit of traffic and you know people that are interested in information and such about the core, about art, or about artists and art history. As far as productivity, as far as uh, direct sales dollars, it's marginal right now. It's not something that makes us a lot of money. Traffic has gone up about 800% in the holiday season this year compared to last year. Now, it sounds real impressive in the traffic amounts, but, but it wasn't very large last year, and so it wasn't that huge even though it grew up a lot. But also the, 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 the close ratio is very low, and um, it seems to be a traffic that's interested in... in um, I understand that everybody's on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, but it seems like the mode that the people are in when they're on Facebook is not so much of a purchasing mode. It's a communication mode. It's a, you know what I'm trying to say? Sure. And right. so we kind of feel like it's a good place to network, if you will. It's a good place for us to have an open, uncontrolled communication with our customers. But at the same time, we don't see a huge impact on direct sales. We discussed a, a little bit ago, David, your pay-per-click ad efforts. Have you tried Facebook ads? I'm curious. 
Yes, we did, mm-hmm. um, and the results were, were not good. Yeah. We stopped it. Yeah, all right. We have just a couple of minutes left here. Our listeners, as you know, are e-commerce merchants, most of them smaller than your business. What advice would you have for them as they sort of uh, take notes from the holiday season we just completed and as they prepare for 2011? You know what, Gary, the number one advice that I have for every person building an e-commerce business is your greatest asset. Your greatest asset is your name and the customers that regard your name as a brand. And take care of the customer. That's really just, it, it sounds so basic and so simple, but we have a, a program we call Commitment to Wall Art Happiness. We want our customers to be happy with the art they buy. And that commitment is what what brings customers back to us. We've, we've, we've had over 50% repeat purchases during the holiday season. Wow. And we're not a, a, a naturally repeat business. You buy a painting, you hang it on the wall, and you're done. Um, but but because we take such good care of our customers, that's why we're seeing repeat. And I would say, you know, you can spend tons and tons of money on cost per click ads and such. And if but if you if it's one and done, if you don't take care of your customer and the customer does not come back, I cannot see how a business can grow. So if I could if I could give only one advice, I'd say that this is it. Um, just take care of the customer. That's good advice. For purposes of our listeners, we've been visiting with David Sasson. David is the founder and CEO of a very interesting e-commerce company called OverstockArt.com. They sell original oil paintings, and that's at OverstockArt.com. And David Sasson, we want to thank you for your time today, sir. Gary, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.